0: To start off, let me introduce myself. If you don't know me, my name is Blake. Um, I'm the next-gen one-woo. Thank you very much. Very encouraging. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But I'm actually the spiritual formation pastor for students here, so I focus a lot of my energy on some of the more behind-the-scenes stuff, small groups like that. But it is great to be here with you guys tonight, getting to talk with you. We're in this series. Guys, if you've been at M12 for the past few weeks, you know we're in this series called Voices. We've been in a series called Voices where we've been going after this big idea. That the voices you listen to, get this guys, the voices that you listen to shape the future you. The voices you listen to shape who you will be. And so we we kind of are going after this idea that it's so important what voices that you listen to. And all of us, every single person in here, we all hear voices. Not like crazy person in our head voices, but from the minute you wake up, you've got voices. You, You hear voices. You hear voices at school. You hear voices from friends. You hear voices maybe on a sports team, online, on social media. You hear voices in your family. We all have voices from, from church to family everywhere we're hearing voices. And we've got to be so careful. Listen, guys, we've got to be so careful which voices we let in because those voices will ultimately shape who we will become. And so tonight, continuing in this series, we're talking about, I think, probably one of the biggest questions that we ask. I know as students, I hear this question all the time from students, and that is, how do I hear and how do I know God's voice. This is a big question. How do how do I hear? Like, how can I hear and how can I know God's voice? How do I know when God speaks to me? Like I, I sometimes I feel like maybe I, I hear something or or I feel like God spoke to me, but I'm not sure if that was just my own idea or my own voice that I heard. And listen, this this is a confusing topic, and, and I know that for all of us, we all have different experiences when it comes to hearing God's voice. I remember for myself. When I was a freshman in high school, I, I had, a, I had a, one of my first big experiences with hearing God's voice, or, or in, in, in a way, it was I guess it was hearing God's voice. I had a girlfriend as a freshman in high school, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I had, I had a little game, no big deal, you know, it's no big deal. But anyways, I, I had a girlfriend, stay with me, freshman year we're dating. Listen, I'll just share this with you. I'll just go there. Guys, you might want to take notes during this part because look, I I wasn't, I wasn't the most attractive guy as a freshman in high school. What I did, listen, what I did, I went to build a bear at the Mall of Georgia. I built her a little bear. I put the heart in it, carried that bad boy to the school. I gave her the bear and I said, will you be my girlfriend? She pretty much has to say yes at that point. So just guys, you can take a note of that if you want. If you need some help, there it is. So listen, picture this, me, freshman year, I've got my girlfriend, things are going great, and then my girlfriend tells me, next day at school, you know, we've been dating for maybe a week or so, so it's pretty serious, and um, she tells me, she says, look, she said, Blake, Blake, we need to talk. So I said, okay. So we sit down, and she says to me, she looks at me, and she says, "Um, we need to break up. It hurt. Listen, listen. And not only did she just say, we need to break up, but she took it a step further. She said, actually, she said, you know, God told me to break up with you. God told me to break up with you. Has has that ever happened to anybody else? Has anybody ever used that line on you? Yeah. Listen, listen, guys. That's, That's hard to hear. Guys, listen up, listen up. That was hard to hear for me as a freshman. And, and I remember thinking, like, man, like, that's, and that's hard to argue with, too. When a girl tells you, like, God told me to break up with you, you're kind of just like, well, I, I guess that's it. I, I thought, part of me thought about, like, coming back and being like, well, God told me he didn't tell you that. He told me we we're going to get married. No, I didn't say that. I just thought about it for a second. But, but I remember, guys, listen, I remember in that moment being so confused and, and not knowing really what to think about hearing God's voice. And all across this room, I know this to be true. Look, guys, we all have questions when it comes to hearing God's voice. Like, what, what is it like? How do you hear God's voice? How do you know his voice? And so we're going we're gonna to talk about that question tonight. And, and first, let me say this, because one of the biggest questions when it comes to hearing God's voice is, is what is it like? Is it, is it an audible voice that God speaks and you actually physically hear him? Is that, is that what hearing God's voice is about? Here's what I would tell you guys. In the Bible, when we look in Scripture, we see, we see a few times where God spoke and it was an audible voice. Like you could physically hear. But many other times, he doesn't speak with, with a voice that you can physically hear. He doesn't speak audibly, but he speaks to us in, in, a, in a variety of other ways. So, not to say God, God couldn't speak to you where you would hear it out loud, but I would say that's the exception rather than the rule. And so, we're gonna look tonight at four, four of the main ways that God speaks to us, four of the main ways that we can hear and know His voice. And so, if you're taking notes, you can follow along, you can write this down. We're gonna go through four ways that you can hear and know God's voice. And then we'll kind of come back and give them a little bit more, a little bit more detail. Four main ways that God speaks. Number one is Scripture. Scripture. That, that's the Bible. That's what we, we often call God's Word. Uh, I'll just read this to you. First Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So that's our very first one, top of the list. Scripture, the Bible, also called God's Word. Second thing, the second way that God speaks, another way that we may hear His voice, is through conviction and prayer. Conviction and prayer. And that's the Holy Spirit speaking to us. And and we'll get into a little bit more detail on that in a second. The third way, if you're taking notes, the third way God speaks to us is through community through community, through people. That God may speak to you maybe through your small group leader or maybe through a pastor and something that a pastor says, you feel like God spoke to you through that. And God will use people to speak to you. The fourth way that I would say is circumstances. Circumstances. And what does that mean? God speaks to us through our circumstances. Sometimes we can can get a sense for God's voice and what he may be telling us to do by the circumstances in our life, and looking at okay, what, what what opportunities do I have? How are things kind of lining up in my life? And maybe God's trying to tell me something through what I'm experiencing. Now you got to understand this. So we've got that list right there, but let me give you a little bit more detail. Okay, number one, we talk about scripture, and when, if you look at that that list that you just wrote down, it goes one to four. And really, in a lot of ways, I would say that those are ordered in the way that you should look at things if you're trying to hear God's voice. For example, if you're trying to know what is God saying to me, the first place we go is to, number one, Scripture, is to the Bible. As Christians, we believe that the Bible is God's Word. We believe that scripture, the writings of Scripture are inspired by God. That God spoke to people and they wrote the Bible and through that we can know God's word. So that's the first place we go, guys. Number two, after that, is we can go to prayer. And that's when we take time and we honestly pray and ask God and say, God, what are you saying to me? That's after we've gone to the Bible, and and then we take our time and we pray. And listen, this is when we hear from the Holy Spirit. And that may be sometimes you get a feeling inside of you, almost like a nudge in your conscience. And and you feel like, I I, I think God may be speaking to me. I think, man, I, I, I had this thought or I had this feeling, and I think that may be God trying to tell me something. The third way is community. That's through people in your life who will give you godly advice, whether it's pastors or small group leaders. Godly advice. And then the fourth is through your circumstances and what's going on in your life and and figuring out maybe is God trying to speak to me through some things that are happening. But here's what you gotta know, guys. We can can write out that whole list, but here's a super important thing you have to understand when it comes to hearing God's voice is that none none of the things that come from those bottom three as we look at the 2, 3, and 4, none of those things should ever contradict the first one. Get this, guys. God's voice will never contradict God's word. In other words, if he said it in Scripture, if he said it in the Bible, he's not going to tell you something that's, that contradicts what he's already said in his word. So for, I'll give you an example of this. Because oftentimes people say or they do crazy things, and then what do they say? They say, well, God told me to do it. They say, God told me to do that. And so how, how, how do you kind of figure out, was it really God's voice? So let, let me just give you an example. Let's, let's say uh, I walk up to uh, Mr. Mike Kiley. You guys know Mike, right? Mike's a nice guy. And let's say, let's say I walk up to Mike and... Uh, I walk up to Mike, I push him down, I take his wallet out of his pocket, I take his money out of his wallet, all $6 of it, I got all $6 of Mike's money, that resident money. I take his wallet, I take his money, and listen, then I come back to Mike, then I come back to Mike and I say, look, Mike, you know what, I, I did that because God told me to. I, I Actually, actually Mike, I was, I was praying about it. And God told me, I feel like God's voice, he spoke to me and told me that I should do that. Well, listen, listen, listen. You would know that couldn't be true. You would know that couldn't be God's voice that told you to do that because God's voice never contradicts God's word. And he's made it clear through scripture that God's called us to love one another He's told us not to steal from each other. So you'd say, you, you're clearly contradicting God's word. So that wasn't his voice that told you that. And I, I would guess, honestly, for many of us sitting in here, you, you may be here tonight and thinking, okay, this is great. We're hearing about, we're hearing about how, to, how to recognize God's voice. We're talking about how to, how to hear God's voice or know if God's speaking to you. But for many of us in here, We may be in a place where we say, man, I've tried some of this stuff. I've tried to hear God's voice, and it was really tough. I've tried to listen and and figure out what was God saying to me. Maybe you even said, I I, I tried reading the Bible, and I tried praying, and I feel like I didn't hear much at all. And to be honest, this stuff's all just really confusing to me. And and if that's you tonight, I want to give you some encouragement. If you're in a place where you feel like it's hard to hear God's voice, I want to give you some encouragement, and I want to take a look at a teaching that Jesus gives to us on God's voice. See, in John chapter 10, Jesus teaches us about God's voice, and what he tells us is this. The the story in John 10 that he tells, he, he, he talks about a shepherd and his sheep. And the thing you got to get about this story, guys, you you have to understand, don't just think it's a random story about shepherd and sheep, and that's cute. But in this story, Jesus is actually the shepherd, and we are his sheep. So so knowing that, keep that in mind while, while we read this. John chapter 10, he says this, The shepherd walks right up to the gate, the gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them, and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. Now look, we could read this right here and just think, okay, shepherd, sheep, great, don't know anything about it. But the people that Jesus was actually talking to when he said this, they understood something about sheep. See, when there was a newborn sheep, the shepherd would take that sheep, he would hold it close to himself. He would hold the sheep close to himself, and the idea behind that is that the sheep would become familiar with hearing the shepherd's voice. And he would hear the shepherd's voice over and over and over. And because he had heard the voice over and over, and he had heard it time after time, he became familiar with that voice. And Jesus is telling us, guys, it's the same way with God's voice. It's the same way. See, at first, it may be hard to hear God's voice. You may say, hey, I I go to the Bible and, and, and then I, and I pray, and, I, and or I come here on a Wednesday, and I kind of try and figure out, God, what are you telling me? And, and it may seem really quiet, or it may seem like it's hard to hear, or hard to know, but get this, guys. The more you hear God's voice, the more familiar you get with it, and the easier it becomes to recognize his voice. And for many of us in here, we don't ever try and listen for God's voice. We don't ever try and hear his voice until something big happens. And then we go to him and we feel like it's quiet. But get this, guys, the more we listen for it, the more we practice these things of getting in the word, of praying, of talking to godly counsel and trying to hear his voice, the more we will hear it and the more familiar it will become to us. Let me, let me kind of give it to you this way, okay? Um, my wife and I, uh, we've been together, dating, uh, engaged, and married. We've been together for a little over seven and a half years. All right, so woohoo, it's great. She, I'll say this. Listen, my wife is first off way too good for me. I don't know how I got her. Um, I tricked her into marrying me. I guess I don't really know. But after after seven and a half years of being together, I've heard her voice a lot. I've heard it a lot, like from talking on the phone. Face-to-face conversations. I've heard her voice when she's excited. I've heard her voice when she's sad. I've heard her voice when she's happy. I've heard her voice when she's angry. That's when I run because I'm scared. (laughs) But I've heard her voice a lot, guys. And and here's the thing. Since I've heard her voice so many times, it's familiar to me, and I, I recognize it in a second. I've heard it over and over and over again. So now if I hear her voice, even if it's just one word, I recognize her voice. If she calls me, I recognize her voice. I don't even need caller ID. I know that's my wife's voice, and I recognize it. It's the same way. Listen, it's the same way Jesus is telling us. It's the same way with God's voice. The more we hear his voice, the more easily we can recognize his voice. It's the same way, it's the same way if we don't hear someone's voice a lot. We don't recognize their voice. You, you don't know who it is. You can't, you can't pick up and figure out whose voice it is. And this is really the idea behind prank calls. Like, you know, the, I, who, who in here has ever heard a prank call before? You've heard one. Okay, hands down, hands down. Be honest with me. Who in here has ever, and this is just confess, who in here has ever done a prank call on somebody? Okay. All right. Hands down. Hands down. So look, listen up, guys. I I need your help with this. I'm going to need your help. Uh, I had this idea. Listen up. As we're talking about hearing God's voice, the more we hear it, the more easily we recognize it. I thought, you know what? It's the same way. When we don't seek out his voice, when we don't listen to it, it becomes harder to hear. And And so I thought, you know what? Why not give this a shot? I know there's probably some friends of mine who don't have my phone number anymore um, since I got a new phone. And so I thought, what if, uh, you know, they weren't going to recognize my number. What if I just tried to do a little prank call on them right now and see maybe if, uh, if they can recognize my voice. So listen, I need your help. I need, I need your help. I need your help. Shh, shh. So I'm, listen, I'm going to dial up one of my friends right now. I'm gonna put on one of my trademarked accents so that maybe try and disguise my voice so they don't recognize it, and uh, I just need you guys listen. Don't don't ruin this. I need you to stay quiet when it happens. All right, hold on. Let me put this on speaker here. All right, let me see if this will work. Go, it's ringing. Can y'all hear that? Yeah. Nice. Hello. Hello. Is this Daniel? Hi, Daniel. This is uh, this is Roy from Home Depot. How are you? I'm sorry, who? This is Roy from Home Depot. I just talked to you yesterday, man. Uh, I think you might have the wrong number. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. You ordered three toilets to your house? Uh, no, sir. I'm sorry. You definitely it wrong. Yeah, you ordered them three to toilets. Work. I'm bringing them over there tomorrow. No, 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 no. I didn't order three toilets. Yes, sir. Three toilets order. coming your way. Man, I don't know what you need three toilets for, but we're bringing them. I'm sorry. I think are We'll drop them off on your front yard tomorrow. <laughs> so I don't hey, need three toys. Have a great day, sir. Sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen. Listen, guys. All right. First off, prank calls are bad. Don't do them. Secondly, secondly, Guys, it, it, it's, it's funny you can call someone like that and do like a, a fake voice and they don't recognize it. But I can tell you this, it's a lot less funny if we don't know how to hear God's voice. If God speaks to us and we don't recognize it and we miss that, it can leave us in, in, in a bad place. And I, I want to go back to I want to go back to the end of what he says in John chapter 10 here. Just read along with me. It says, when he gets them all out, he leads them, and they, get this, they follow. They follow because they are familiar with his voice. See, guys, the key here isn't just about, it's not just about hearing God's voice, but that we hear his voice and that we follow it. We hear God's voice and we follow it. Let me me just give you guys an example. For myself, I can think of, honestly, this is about maybe two months ago. I was getting in my car. I was leaving the gym. As you can tell, I go to the gym, okay? No big deal. Um, And I was was leaving the gym, and as I'm leaving the gym, uh, I saw a lady. She was parked two cars down from me, and she was sitting in the front seat of her car, and she, you could just tell she was just crying. She was bawling her eyes out. I, I just kind of saw it at my peripheral vision. And at first, I, I just ignored it. And I said, okay, I don't want to get involved in that mess. And I got in my car, and, and I, it's like the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. I kind of felt like this, this voice inside that just said, why don't you go and and see if she's okay? why don't you go? And I was like, man, God, that is weird. Like, I don't, I don't want to go and just like knock on her window and be creepy. Like, I should just leave and go home. And so I get my car, I crank it up, and I start driving away. And as I'm driving away, again, I just, I feel God's spirit just kind of say, go, go, see, go see if she's okay. So I pulled my car back in. I parked. I got out. I, I went over to her car, and I'm thinking, I don't know how this is going to go, how weird this is going to be. But I went over and I asked her, are you okay? And she rolled down the window. And I won't tell you the whole story, but we ended up having a a great conversation. I was able to pray for her and uh, just really, just tell her that God loves her in a time where she really needed to hear it. And I, I remember leaving and thinking, how close was I to ignoring God's voice? How many times do we have things like that, just a little nudge in our spirit." And we just say, ah, oh, God, I don't know if that's you or I don't, that sounds weird. I think I should just pass on it. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we hear God's voice and we just say, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to do that. It seems weird. And we miss out on what God has for us. So as we close out tonight, guys, I just have one question for you. As we talk about hearing God's voice, let me ask you this. What has God already asked you to do? What has God already asked you to do? See, a lot of times we, we come into church and we want to hear God's voice and we want God to speak to us. But get this, guys, get this. A lot of us, I think, may be waiting to hear God's voice on things that he's already spoken on. For some of us, God's already made it very clear what He wants us to do. He's already called us to do something. And for you here tonight, I don't know what it is. But whatever God is calling you to do, whatever He's asked you to do, it may be something at your school that you feel like God has asked you to do. It may be something at church. It may be something that you need to start doing or something that you need to stop doing. It may be having the the courage to have a conversation with somebody. It may be having to do with a relationship. I don't know what it is, but listen, students. Whatever God has called you to do, whatever he's asked you to do, I would encourage you to follow that voice, not just to hear it, not just to hear what God's voice says, but then to take the step and follow it. And I can promise you this. I'll promise you that you will never regret, you will never regret seeking out God's voice and following it. Let me pray for us. So Father, we thank you that you haven't left us here alone. God, it is such a gift that you speak to us. God, that you, you love us enough, you care for us enough that you speak to us, God. I pray this week in, in the areas where, Father, we, we've been spoken to already, the things you've already asked us to do, God, I pray that we would have the courage to follow. We would have the courage to follow when we hear your voice, God. And I pray for everyone in here that we would leave this week knowing, God, that we have access to hear your voice, that we can go and we can get into the Bible and we can get into your word, God, that we can pray and hear from you, hear from you and that we can ask those around us and, and hear, you, hear from you, God. I, I pray that we would take advantage of that and just imagine how different our lives could be if we had your voice, if we had access to your voice, God. So I pray this week that we would do that. We would seek out your voice and that we would follow it. It's in Jesus' name, amen.